Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A podcast network. Hey, honeys. Thank you for listening to Natch Butte today. This episode is healing. Um, my guest is so incredible. Um, get ready. Your life is going to change. Because this is such a healing and uplifting episode, um, because of my incredibly motivational guest, I felt it appropriate to use this opportunity to share at the top of the show some news. Um, fuck, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. So I have an announcement to make, and this is a personal announcement. Um, because some of you are very observant and you've been picking up on the fact that something has been going on in my life. I have been keeping this from y'all for a few months, but it's time to face the music and tell y'all what's going on. Um... You know, just today I had to tell my dry cleaner. <laughs> so I tell people everywhere I go because it is what's going on in my life. And it's it's really happening. And it's the truth. Um, this is extremely painful to share. But this show is first and foremost about my life. And omitting the truth has been very hard. And now is the time to share what's been going on. So I'm just going to say it. I'm getting a divorce. The past few months have been extremely difficult and horrifically painful for me. And if you've been listening to Nash Butte for a while, then you know how much and how fondly I've spoken about my marriage and my husband. He's been on this show multiple times. And y'all know how much I love him. But my marriage is ending and I'm not ready to get into why or how. Just know that I've been doing my best to keep it together. I haven't taken a single week off because I need an attribute. But it's been really, really hard. Um, I, you know, went through a trauma. I was actually diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. It's been really, really hard. But the only reason I say that is because I'm going to be okay. And that is all I'm going to say about it right now. I have so much I could share, you know, about this new chapter in my life. And a lot of you follow me on Instagram and you've noticed like all the kooky things I've been up to, you know, swimming with sharks. I got my belly button pierced, which has been taken out because it got infected really, really bad. Turns out piercings aren't as easy to maintain as you think. So that that one went out. Um. You know, I went and learned Transcendental Meditation. I rode a bird scooter in Austin with no helmet. Okay, somebody is wild. Last weekend, a goat ate my hair at a party. You know, I'm living... 
I did burn a hole in my toilet seat performing a spell. These are kooky, divorced lady things I've been going through, and it's been so hard to not share that with y'all, you know? It's been wild, you know? I'm listening to a lot of Taylor Swift. Why not, okay? I'm a white lady in my 30s getting divorced. If the shoe fits, wear it, okay? Now I joke because that's what I do to help endure sadness and pain, as a lot of us do, as we know the tears of a clown are the saddest tears of all. (laughs) But this has truly been a fucked up time in my life. Eventually, maybe I will talk to y'all more about it and update you, but for now, I'm just pulling that classic move of saying, I would appreciate your understanding and privacy while I go through this, and I just wanted to let y'all know that's what's been going on in my life. And I want to say that this news has been out among my family and friends, and unfortunately, the L.A. comedy scene through the inevitable gossip mill for a while now, but the support that I've already received has been so overwhelmingly gigantic, and I'm so grateful, and that has been a beautiful discovery that I've had during this process is that I had all this love and support in my life that I had been taking for granted and I did not realize it was there. So I'm so grateful for that. And I know that the honeys all around the world are going to be there for me as well. If you've listened for a while, you know that I'm a child of divorce. My parents got divorced when I was seven. It was the most painful, horrific thing that I had ever navigated in my life up until my own divorce which is way worse, turns out, when you have one of your own. It's definitely a little worse. But I know divorce has affected so many of us. And my heart goes out to all the honeys listening that have been affected by a divorce. There's a lot of us, and it sucks. But it is now part of my story, and I am very sad. But I am going to be okay. I know that. I'm a tough-ass bitch, and I'm not going to let this ruin me. I'm not going to let this ruin me. I'm not going to let this define me. You got to keep yourself worth fresh. And I say that, I've said that several times on this show. Be kind to yourself above all else. And I really, really stress out there to my honeys to go to therapy, okay? This is something I did not do. And I was a little embarrassed about it because everyone, it feels like, goes to therapy now. But I was like, I don't need therapy or I don't have the money or whatever. But you know what? This is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I'm going to just take an extra minute to encourage everyone out there to seek the help that you crave, you know? I didn't do it for a long-ass time for various reasons. And guess what? Your girl's going twice a week now, okay? And it's truly important. I'm learning so much about myself. And I'm getting better and I'm getting happier and I'm growing and I'm evolving as a person. And I don't think I would have been able to get through this with the resilience that I have had if it wasn't for the fact that I got off the ground, I dusted myself off, I washed my bangs, and I went and got some damn professional help, okay? It's way different than talking to your friends. (laughs) Your friends might give you advice, but I'm telling you, get some professional advice. You deserve to be happy. And you can be happy. And yeah, I'm talking to you. You, yeah. You, I'm talking to you, okay? And I'm talking to myself. We're going to be okay. We deserve happiness. You're stronger than you think. Take it from me, okay? And, you know, I don't have a PR agent or whatever. 
I had to tell y'all my marriage is over. It's very sad. I just asked that y'all leave. Y'all leave Adam alone. I know a lot of y'all follow him. We don't need to get into this. I've just had to let you know what's going on. I love y'all. And thank you for listening. I'm so grateful to the support of this show and me because Natch Butte has been a constant in my life and honestly the driving force of my strength through this very painful time. And I say it all the time, but I am nothing without the support of the honeys. And if you want to toss me an iTunes review out of sympathy, <laughs> this would be the time, okay? That's the only thing I'm going to ask of y'all. And I feel like that's being nice. That's <laughs> You're welcome for that. I could have pulled a real move here, you know? I could have made some shirts or something. No shirts. Just give me a review. <laughs> So thank you for listening to that. Um, Like I said, this episode is healing. Jeffrey Marsh is an angel among us. So please enjoy the episode. And thank you for listening. You, you, you are a natural beaut. You, you, you are a natural beaut. Natural beaut. Natural beaut. Natural beaut. When I hear natural beaut, Honey, I still see ya creaming up your neck in a cruelty-free serum. The same one you used when we were fresh fringed in Colorado. Used up the whole damn bottle, swearing on a Bible, honey, I'd always cream ya. I remember how bad I need ya when I hear Natch Buda. Oh, oh. Welcome to Natch Butte, everybody. Welcome to Natch Butte. Oh, my goodness. You love? I love. Thank you. I love cover songs. It's a I lost art. I love a good art. serum, too. Me, so too. You got well, it we'll right talk in there. about it, Jeffrey. Okay. Hold up. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Natch Butte. You know who you're talking to. It's the Beauty Talk Shock Shock. Your queen of creams. Your host with the most serums. The freshest fringe on the West Coast. Your favorite over-30 niche influencer, Jackie Johnson. Welcome to Natch Butte. We have such a special guest. Are you niche, though? I feel like you're way ready for America. Thank All you. All of America. I appreciate that. That, but that is technically what I'm labeled, and I've decided to own the label and like really make it a thing. All right. Over yes. 30 niche Have influencer. Pride. That's what they tell me I am. Niche pride. That's right, honey. Niche pride. <laughs> Let me tell everybody about my amazing guests. They are an activist, an actor, writer, producer, an internet superstar. Yes, own the pronoun, too. You right? got it. Honey, of course. Author of How to Be You. Stop trying to be someone else and start living your life. It is the definitive guide to self-acceptance, yes. which we all can work on and learn from. <laughs> they also have the same birthday as my mom. July 7th. July 7th, Honey yes. and Ringo Starr, as I'm sure you know. I, but I was born 7777. Whoa! Because I'm mad. You are. Jeffrey Marsh. Not your mom, no. no. Your mom was not born in 77. No. No. She was born in 53. I mean, if we really want to put her mom. shit out there. You called her out. Yeah. I wouldn't meet her. Well, maybe we can make that happen. Okay. You know, y'all are y'all are people of the same stars and moon. So Have your mom's sense. people call my yes, people. Yes, done. Please. You'll be getting a call on Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, thank you so much for being here. I'm such a big fan of yours. And the fact that you're here is like, 
I'm so pleased. Aww. I'm just so pleased that um, I, I I commented on Allison Becker's Instagram of your book, and then she just put us on an email together, and I was like, the universe provides! So thank you for being here while you're in L.A. Um, I'm honored to have you mm-hmm. here. We were on a Reply All together. That's right. And it wasn't an annoying Reply All. No, was I'm pretty chill about those. I would like a to A very think. exciting Reply All. Yes, truly. Hi. The fir- <laughs> Hi. The first question I always ask my guests is, what type of skin do you have? And obviously that's open for interpretation. I mean, just if, no matter what adjective you want to use, where you want to go with it. Uh, oily. Okay. Mm-hmm. And pale. Okay. That's, those are the two words that define. And you know, I am so excited to be on the show with you, and you particularly, because so many of the young people who I make videos for mm-hmm. love beauty mm-hmm. and get shamed as being shallow because of it. Yes. Right? Yes. When so much of who we are is expressing ourselves through beauty. Yes. And people get told that surface, that's trendy, you should should do something whatever, deeper, Right. right? Right. And to me, it's so important to be creative, but it's also such a mark of self-care. 100%. To care for this shell that you're in. Yes. Is it okay to get philosophical so Can't early wait. in the episode? Can't wait, honestly. To care for that outer self is a metaphor for caring for the inner self. 100%. And totally philosophically, there's no difference. It's not a metaphor for, they're the same thing. Yes. So to me, it's so important to be aware that you deserve that kind of care and part of it that I hope we get to talk about is dermatology. Just throwing that out there. I would love to talk about dermatology. I have so many topics, so we'll see what, what starts, what comes up. Okay. <laughs> but I thank like you. I love that so as well. I love that as well. And I, I always say that your beauty is for you. Yeah. And, and, and whatever thoughtfulness you put into yourself, it's for you. So if you want to try a serum, if you want to do a glossy lip, if you want to do a glitter eye, honey... Do it for you. Express yourself, like Madonna once said. Okay, so let's talk about Vine. <laughs> I didn't realize that you started on Vine. Vine. I didn't realize I that you started Vine. on Vine. I miss it so I, much. I, not to brag, but I had a good fifteen hundred loops or something. Like my Vine Did was. You? My Vine was was popping for a time. You know. Holy wow! But you had a lot of vines, a lot of loops. <laughs> Three something, three hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Like okay. That. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Where you, were you at in your life, like when Vine started? What started that Vine journey? Like, what made you download that app, or where were you in your life, and and how did that sort of start growing? To be really funny. Okay, so we're sitting in L.A. right now. Mm-hmm, we sure are. And it's a very L.A. story because the manager I had at the time said, "I heard a rumor, CAA." is hire, not hiring, um, signing Vine Stars. Okay, yeah. You got to download this app. And I was like, six and a half seconds. Yeah. That's the limit right. on Vine. And I was like, I have so much more to say than six and a half seconds. I downloaded the app. It having that constraint of being... Si- you got to get creative. Saying, I keep saying and a half because it was so important to have that point. Oh, yeah. Seconds. Timing is everything, honey. You had to condense your whole message and your whole being down to that constraint. 
So it's just enough time for me to say, there is nothing wrong with you. And the young people who were on that app, I hesitate to say young because it actually was quite a diverse crowd. Right. I mean, everybody was on that app. So everybody that was on that app would take my vines and play them over and over right. on their way to school, yeah. on their way to work, when they were going to sleep at night, just to have a friendly voice repeat a message that was different. That you than, need to hear. Exactly. That mm-hmm. was different than what their brain was trained into saying to them for their whole life. And uh, perhaps the people around them. Mm, yeah. Outside people too. Right. Right. So I only attribute all those loops to people being so happy to share something that was different, to share something that was other than what they were usually given. That makes perfect sense. That makes absolute perfect sense. And may I say, to see somebody who is as queer as I am, just living without shame. Right. For six and a half seconds. I never knew that that would would take off or that that would be something people would value. Three hundred million loops yeah. worth of yeah. value. It's and and did Vine sort of take off everything else? I mean, you were already doing things, you were already acting and, and speaking and doing yep. activism and things, but Vine kind of put you out there. Correct. Yes. Vine was the reason that I got the book deal. Right, right. That I got everything that came after that was because of Vine. Vine was the reason I was on national TV and and all of that stuff came from square six and a half second videos. I was going back and watching a bunch of them yesterday, and it truly is so remarkable. It is. It's sort of like a little motivational speaker in your pocket, a little a little yeah. coach, a life coach. I, I marked some of them down. Hold on. Oh, gosh. You are doing great. This is not a contest. I need someone to tell me that every day. <laughs> I need Jeffrey Marsh to say that to me every day. You are doing great. Thank you. This oh is my, not a contest. Oh my god! Oh my god. I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> taking that. I'm taking that for myself. Um, another one. You are utterly exceptional, and I'm glad you're here. It seems so simple, but but no, nobody talks like that. And to ourselves. Yeah, Uh, I have somewhere in here, you know, there's a lot of articles about you that kind of um, label you like the Internet's anti-bully. Yep. And I was thinking like, yes, there are bullies, but sometimes we're our biggest bullies. We're our own bullies. We you are so wise. Oh, my God. We begin to police ourselves. So the bully doesn't have to do a thing anymore. Yeah. We're doing all the work. We're doing all the work for the bully. Yep. The bully can just sit back. Mm-hmm. Sit back and double tap, honey. I can I just tell you, I don't know why this popped in my head, but when I was growing up, there was a woman who lived in my very small town in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. She had shaved her eyebrows off and she drew her eyebrows on with blue pencil. And Sheik. I was like, yes, yes, I want to be you right when I grow up. And I think what I recognized in her, she ran the sort of like um the cash register at the diner. So I I was like, I want to be you. And I think what I'm recognizing just talking to you today is she was living without shame. That's why. Right? Yeah. And so much of how we adorn ourselves and care for ourselves and the lip gloss that we put on is about transcending that shame. Right? Yes. Bold lip. 
But yes. of course, it's like bold you. Yes. Yeah. I knew this was going to be good. <laughs> why? So did I. Why are we all so ashamed? Isn't that the age old question? I mean, what is it? Is it is it the media? Is it our is it is it just innately in us? I mean, what is that? Philosophically speaking, you, sure, it's innately in us. And yes. you could say something like, you know, if you're I lived at a Buddhist monastery for a while. So you could say it's like karma and it's something that humanity has been doing for a really long time. Right. If I was going to talk about it in the context of this podcast, I would say it has a lot to do with when you're a kid, the adults around you want to control you. Mm-hmm. And so they train you to start policing yourself. But in a sense, cosmetics transcends that because you're not, you're refusing to be policed because it's decisions you're making for yourself and that you're using a product, a substance, yes. but you're showing the world that you're worth care and that you're worth adornment, that you're worth attention. That you're, you're worth, worth thought. Love, thought, worship. Right? Serums. Serums. We're vitals. Worth the serums, honey. <sighs> okay. I have I have more things I need to ask you. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm not going anywhere. When did you get into makeup? Hmm. I remember honestly, it was shimmery purple lip color. Mm-hmm. My mom's purse. I don't own. Wow, that was a really bold choice for her. I love that for her. It was like like uh, pearlescent Ooh. purple mm-hmm. uh, in my mom's purse. And I don't know. Um, I just really just started school. So second grade, third grade, something like that. And I would go and I knew enough. See, um, you're pretty brilliant and you're totally amazing as a podcast host. When I go on. Not as amazing podcasts. (laughs) They always ask, like, when did you know you were different? Right. Right? Like, that's a really common thing. And my answer is always... I would never ask you that. I know you wouldn't. (laughs) Um, That's actually my my next question. (laughs) You're like, delete, 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 delete. delete. (laughs) Um, No, my answer is always the same. I'm not different. Right. That's the point. I'm a human being like you are. Right. And so I never had a realization that I was different. What I had a realization about was other people have a problem with me, which is very different than thinking you're different. Right. And so I knew enough to hide it. So I remember stealing the pearlescent purple out of my mom's purse and going into the bathroom and locking the bathroom door. Right. I remember all of that stuff, even at a very, very young age. Because you knew they would have a problem with you exactly trying it on or playing with it or whatever. Yeah. I learned, like a lot of LGBT, nah, like a lot of people, mm-hmm. right, in the world, I learned that self-policing, but I never felt like I was subhuman. I was self-policing because I wanted to impress other people, right. but it was never to, um, I don't know, it was never to compensate for being subhuman right which some people do go through but it's i always knew that i was here to act as a bridge for people and what i'm bridging people to now is their own sense of self their own heart and so my journey had to include a lot of 
having a sense of myself in it. In a lot of purple metallic lipstick. I am telling you. I want to see. It was see, like the underside I, of a seashell, I, you know? That's exactly what I'm imagining. I, I, I might go buy one of those in celebration. And I mean, no, that's like, a look. Do you know how free it is? To, like, no liner. Yeah. No base. Oh, just yeah. Just put the lipstick. Just it on. Just smear it all yes. over. Yeah. Like, like that. Like a bridge over purple lipstick. I will lay it on. It's beautiful. Yeah, we're good. Do When's you, our album coming out? You know what? We're in a beautiful booth. We could bust it out <laughs> and donate the proceeds. And I think that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So in terms of self-care, Jeffrey, what are some Mm -hmm. of your favorite or most important self-care rituals that doesn't, we're not talking serum necessarily. I'm talking just in general, like self-care rituals that that kind of ground you or or something that you do every day that's really important to you. So when you, to clarify, when you say rituals, you want something really that is a routine. Right. Yes. Something that you like really prioritize in your day or something that really is impactful to you. I, this is going to sound so weird. I can't Um, wait. Feeling lonely. Mm. So I have time every single day where I'm not on the phone. Mm -hmm. I'm not. And I... So many things I say, our theme, I guess, is Mm self-policing. So, so many things I say, the inner police in someone who's listening wants to turn into something wrong with them. I'm not saying don't be on Twitter. I'm not saying don't be on your phone. So don't take anything I say to be like, I'm trying to get you to be different than you are, or like, I'm better than you or whatever. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I just have at least one moment every day where I'm not doing anything else and whatever is there to feel, I'm feeling. And honestly, for whatever reason, just because of who I am, it's usually like a a sadness or a loneliness, Mm -hmm. which is fine. And I just let it be there, which has been so empowering because I don't have to run for my whole life. And how long do you sit in that? Talking about it, (laughs) I love it. I I think it's wonderful. I just started doing transcendental meditation. Yeah, and I've had such a hard time getting it going. And my friend said, "It's what is what is getting it going? What are you talking about? I I've always doing it routine. Yeah, I've always had a hard time with meditation and the idea of it. And and uh, I think it's because I'm finally alone with myself. Now I'm getting misty. Yeah, sitting there being alone with yourself. It's something that I mean, honey. It, You're always it, ready. It, always. I'm a Scorpio. It's like literally on the fucking right on the top. Yeah. Um, it's something that we, especially in 2019 with the phones and, and you know, you never truly sit with yourself yeah. ever. 
even at night, like going to bed, I'm like on the phone, looking at Twitter. It's like, no, sit there and really sit with yourself and check in. People are deathly afraid of that. Yes. But that's why I was having such a hard time with the meditation because I'd close my eyes and I would, you know, get into everything. And I would just be like, in my head, there's a voice. I call her that bitch. She's going, look at your fucking phone. This is so boring. God. She is a bitch. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to, she's, I'm quieting her down now. Pinky LaRue is my empowered voice. Yeah. And she's been, she's going, honey, take this time for yourself. You know, my therapist said to label everyone with names. So, listen, I'm doing great. I think, I think you are. And it, it, it brings me back to eyeshadow and lip liner and, and how that, for me, can be such a meditative ritual. Yes. If I'm giving a speech or I'm, I'm doing, you know, sometimes you have a makeup artist, right, mm-hmm. who's working on you. But if I'm doing my own makeup, it's, it is my time to devote to me. Yes. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yes. And it's addictive. I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. get into that. Okay. Don't think I'm not going to ask you about that. Would. So that was a great answer. Um, you know what? A lot of my... So I get paid the... Yes, that's Medium right. bucks. <laughs> I love... Medium bucks. That's a great name for something. That's Maybe our that's our album. Yes! But we will ask for the big bucks. <laughs> exactly. That's the I- irony of the whole name. Exactly. It's like when you call somebody tiny that's really big, it's like one of those ironic names. Exactly. Love it. Um, I got a lot of questions from my listeners about your dynamic smile. Yes. Do you happen to have any tooth tips? Are there any, is there anything you're doing specially with that mouth? Are you really into oral care? Uh, yeah. Well, crest white strips. Okay. I yeah. mean, is that what you want? Yeah. 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 But that's the general answer for everybody. I, f- I think teeth are such a huge issue for people mm-hmm. because they get su- it's such an easy target for school bullies. 100%. When I was a kid, my teeth were crooked and yellow, right? And right. so it was just such a source of pain. Right. And I do so much work helping people realize that no matter what, where, it's also a, like a money class. Thing, yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. So, or it's like a, your parents pay enough attention to you to. To get you yes. Invisalign. Right. And to, right. Because some parents stuff. are too busy dealing with other things or not around right. or don't understand or, right. yeah. or again, don't have the money. Right. right. So, right. such a big issue. And of course, in this country, especially, the Hollywood smile right. has to look a certain way. Right. And I, oh my gosh, do I have permission to be frank? Totally well, I, frank with you? You could be Frank, you could be Jeffrey, you could be whoever you want to be. Okay, great. I could be Ruth. <laughs> yes, Ruth. I could be Rebecca, Rebecca you could Jessica, be Jessica, and yes, I could be. who else is in there? We got everybody. Everybody's here. <laughs> um, I'll be Jeffrey for now. Love it. I'm missing a tooth. Really? So speaking of money, right? Yeah. Like I was a poor artist for a long time. And so I'm missing a tooth. It's sort of toward the back, but I have a really big, huge smile mm-hmm. and you can see it. And when I was at the height of my fame, no, I'm the, I'm at the height of my fame That's now. That's right. When I was at the height of my Vine fame, someone made a compilation of all the times you could see <gasps> that missing tooth. Wow. And put it on YouTube and it got millions of views. Wow. Wow. That but and so that's a like, lot to unpack. For why they did that, you right? Mean? <laughs> yeah. Was it boredom? Were they a, are they a teeth fetishist? Which I like I would never kink shame. No. But how I don't interesting. No, but imagine some... how much time that took. 
somebody's life. Somebody devoted yes. a long time to go through all of my yes. oeuvre and edit and find and, the times. Right. But here's what I realized. The whole thing was joyful because every time I was showing that tooth, I was throwing my head back right. and smiling. I was uninhibited. Jo- right. Yeah. I was joyful and joyous. And I realized that if it meant spreading joy to everyone, I didn't mind people knowing that I couldn't afford to get a tooth replaced. Right. Right? That I had tooth decay and that I had to lose one. Right? I didn't mind people knowing that about me. If the point was, you can still have a vibrant life. And I still have not, because it's a long expensive process still not replaced right and i think it's kind of badass i do now. too i do too it's like I'm i punk. love that's right you are punk i love a good <laughs> i love a quirk i isn't love a unique good? feature yes isn't that nice it and i mean i'm maybe i'll knock one of my teeth out that sound you know maybe that'll i don't want to appropriate well, your depending thing. on what you say right I'll, right I might <laughs> that's true have to come over there we're only half an hour in, in right I would like to think we would stay so on track. Characteristic. But you never know. Do you have any favorite products? Yes. Okay, because you do so <laughs> many looks. I love that every time you come across my feet, I'm like, what are they going to do now? What are they going to do now? Is it going to be a bold lip? Is it going to be a glitter eye? Is it going to be a sparkle lip? I don't know. You know, one thing I had to get over was um, you have to choose yes. between your eyes or your lips. And I was like, no, I'm choosing both. Yes. Anyway, um, so there's your first tip. One thing that I love, since we are so getting so intimate today, yes, washable markers. Go to your drugstore. It says never come up on attribute. Get your Crayola washable markers. Draw on your face. It's a lip liner. It's an eyeshadow. If you want something that's bold and block and vibrant that you can wash off at the end of the night, washable markers. Don't use a Sharpie. I mean, you can live your life, but it won't come off right. if you use a Sharpie. I colored my whole body in Sharpies once for a ju- Halloween costume. Sharpie. Permanent. It, I mean, I, I needed it to last for the whole weekend. I had several parties. Well, yeah, what I was the costume, to, can you say? It was Kat Von D. Oh, sure. Yeah. This was 2010. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I looked bomb, can I just say? Bomb. I was asked many, many, many times on Vine. People mm-hmm. kept writing to say, can you do makeup tutorial? Right. Which on Vine... Six and a half seconds. That wouldn't be it's enough like, to even do half a lip. It was big on... So I only, I only ended up doing two of them mm-hmm. because my my genre ended up being more about, you know, the yes. self-esteem stuff. Right. One I did was um, start your false lash in the middle and work your way out, which is a technique I like to do. But the other one that I did was washable markers. Draw on your face. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. They make a great eyeliner. Like the navy one? Are you talking about like the Crayola non-toxic yes. markers? I, you know Washable marker. Why, why haven't we done that? Why isn't that a thing? I guess it's it is now. It's a for me. That's a, that has never come up on Nash Butte. Congratulations, Jeffrey. So that is my favorite product. product. <laughs> it's Crayola washable markers. 
It makes perfect sense. I mean, and they make a like glitter eye, ones. They make like a purple lip. They make I mean, like peach and sea foam right. ones. It's like you you gotta go. I'm probably gonna go on the way home. <laughs> I gotta try this. You know, I got a, I got a big plans this weekend. I got to so I'm buying delightful. some Crayolas. It's so delightful. But if I'm going to shout out a company, yes. it's First Aid Beauty. Okay, love that. I love all of their products, mm-hmm. and I use their serum and I that use cream. Their, right? The, they have yes. a very, very the famous moisturizer. Cream. Yes, one, yeah. yes. So yes, I love that, and I love the facial radiance pads. So I mentioned dermatology before, yes. and I have so many friends who are non-binary or trans mm-hmm. who then have – so, for example, if you're a trans man and you go on T, go on testosterone, mm-hmm. it, you can ca- it can cause things like being a teenager, right, right. who have a lot of – some teenagers right, have a lot right. of testosterone yeah. flying around, right? So it can cause a lot of skin problems, and so many of us don't think we're worth dealing with our skin problems. And don't and find it some some in some way like, well, I don't want to. I'm not going to talk for the universe. Right. For me, I had a lot of seborrheic dermatitis, so at a certain point in my life, I, I'm queer, and so I was taught to hate myself right. in such a vibrant, red hot poker kind of way, that it was showing up in my skin. And my skin was sort of eating itself alive because the self-hate was right. so prominent. It was sort of right? like, I deserve this. I deserve. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking about my case. Not right. everybody is like this. And I'm not saying people with skin problems always hate themselves. It's right. not that. But I, I was just sort of eating myself from the outside in and the inside out. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a snake eating its tail. Yeah, because exactly. you get the zits and then you go, I hate myself. I hate that. And then you hate. Yeah. I think so. I think they're related. Yes. So in order to go to a dermatologist, I would have had to have confront some of the inner stuff that was going on for me. So I never did. And I always felt like, well, this is my burden to bear and I'm going to have to just try all my over-the-counter weird stuff and try to look it up on WebMD and like try to do it. And it wasn't until a couple years ago that I went to the dermatologist and the dermatologist was like, oh, this is what's happening try this cream, and in like a week, it was no longer an issue. Right. This lifelong problem that I thought was my fault, that would flare up when I needed it not to, that would ma- hold me back in life. Right. And it was because of an inner change that I went to talk to a professional and got some chemicals to put on my face, and, and it helped right away. And so I think a lot of trans people... But specifically, um, let's just say a lot of people yes. are just taught you're not worth it. Right. You're not worth it. And I'm not saying like the prescription from the dermatologist is the answer for everyone, but you're worth finding an answer. Yes. And there are lots of things that can help you. And why not? Right. And it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, because I think that's it. it's because like a southern thing. I don't know. It's like if there's a problem, you deal with it. You know, <laughs> your skin's into you deal with it. But it's like, no, that might be I, a northern thing. Right. Too. It might be a who knows what thing. It's a people thing, I guess. Yeah. It's just, but, you know, we deal with things and, and you it's OK to ask for help. It's OK to seek help. 
So I was a kid and I had skin problems. I was really super queer, super queer, and I had teeth problems. Mm-hmm. And my mom is a pastor, and it's a lot to unpack. I grew up in an isolated, you know, in the woods of right. Pennsylvania, and there there was a lot that brought me to those vines. Yeah, in the beginning. And really everything I've been trying to do with the book and, and the vines and everything, I've been trying to heal my 11-year-old self. And it turns out there are a lot of 11-year-old me's yes. out there, right? And we've created this community together to enjoy each other. I can't even tell you how – I feel like I retweet you almost every day because Twitter has a I lot going on. Yes, and it does. Seeing your videos, I'm like, they're talking to me. Yeah. They're talking to me. I this is what I needed to see today. Yeah, you know. Um, so everybody, y'all need to follow Jeffrey. That's all I got to say on Twitter. But we'll get to the plugs at the end. We'll get to the plugs at the end because wow, you keep a tight ship. You're oh, we I, are not allowed to skip ahead. Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> you better believe it. Well, like you said, some podcasts they go off topic, and that's beautiful. But here sure. on Attribute, we have you a lot to cover. I have lots more things to ask you. Tight. Like after a clay mask. That's right. I have a question about tips or tricks for skin, but I feel like the the markers is really that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge tip and trick. How do you choose? <laughs> Jeffrey, how do you choose your makeup for the day? And and do yeah. you have a go-to look? Because as I was saying, I feel like I see yeah. the Twitter always in a different makeup look. Do you have like a daily go-to that you do? Uh, if it's like I don't have much time, right, and I got to do something right, right for the right. day, that's going to be mm, always a liquid liner mm-hmm. has to go on, right? Curl the lashes and mascara, right, and then a lip gloss. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and as I said before, I have oily skin, mm-hmm. so probably even if I'm rushed, I'm going to put a base on. Mm-hmm. Maybe not shadow over it, but have that base, you know, uh, right. to absorb the oil so right. the liner doesn't go all over the place. And then out the door, fresh and fancy free. I do love an oil, though, because an oily face doesn't dry out and it keeps you Correct. young, you know, keeps looking Correct. supple. So I'll bring that oil on. I'll take the I, oil. I'm born 7777. I'm right. not wrinkling yet. So That's, I yeah. think it's been helpful for me yeah. somehow. I, as long as yeah. you can keep that oil under control, it's great. And then how do you choose? <laughs> in my T-zone. Do yes. you remember that? Oh, I do. We up, and I feel like nobody discusses the T-zone anymore. It's gone out Kinda of vogue, went out, I suppose. I guess so. Maybe we should bring it back. I think so. And, and, and do you have a way of choosing your makeup when you do the videos where you put, is there any thought process or do you just kind of go with what you're feeling that day? What I try to show Mm -hmm. is that no matter who you are or what you look like, Mm -hmm. you're valuable. Yes. So I have videos where the look is very light, Mm -hmm. dewy, kind of natural look. Still product on, of course, but, you know, sort of a light, um, not, it doesn't scream makeup, Right. right? Right. And then I have other videos where it's heavy. Right. And I've seen videos of you in full costume. Sure. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you? Yes, of course. But there's that range. And I think everyone has the range within them. And, of course, it's the internet. You're young at heart. That's right. But if you look at my demographics, right, if you go into the Twitter section where you look at who follows you, right, it's 
a lot of young people and uh, teen girls, actually, mm. is the, line, the biggest part of the pie graph of my followers. And I think what they're craving is the chance to have different moods, different days. Because you're so trained into always having, well... Self-policing. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're self-policed. Right. You into, have to wear a pink lips or red lips or you have to have this what? on or... And so much of it, as far as I can tell, so much of it is about impressing the boys right. and getting the boys' attention. I'm and telling you, it's just, it's, it's started so but, young that that's what every, every decision you make mm-hmm. is that's what you're trying to do. And so I'm non-binary mm-hmm. and I have, I, I don't know how, if I say designated male at birth, I don't know if that makes sense to... It's a little minutia, but what it means is my birth certificate says male on it, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm non-binary, and so I've sort of come at cosmetics from a very different angle. Right, because it's so marketed towards women primarily. I was, to- I was told, don't do it, right? Right. And I think so many young girls are told, you must right. do it, and 100%. you got to get it right, and mm-hmm. you got to do, you know, the male gaze is right. what you're going for, right. right? And I have come from this very different, playful place of... You know, it's not. I'm not supposed to be doing this anyway, so I could do whatever. I yeah, could, I could get a washable marker and yeah. just write on my face. <laughs> the freedom, with the freedom. Right? I'm free. Yes, exactly right. And to me, it's the anti-shame. Putting on a lash, putting on a sparkle, is the anti-shame. That's the best sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> putting on a lash. Let's tweet it. Putting on a sparkle is the anti-shame. That's too long for the title of app, but it will be in the it will be in the description. Don't get it twisted. That will be in the description of this episode. Write it down. Write Rebecca. it down, everybody. Oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Okay, the flip side of sort of what we've been talking about, about the sh- uh, self-care and, and sort of a shame around yeah. the taking care of yourself. I, you tweeted something recently about... Um, wow, you Googled honey, me. You I went... scrolled. I scrolled, I scrolled, I scrolled, I Googled, I wikipedia I Instagrammed, I websited, I watched your reels. I was in, I can't, I can't talk about it because I'm under an NDA. Oh, that's exciting. But I had a meeting yes. uh, earlier this week about... Doing a thing, mm-hmm. love that. <laughs> love love a vague moment. <laughs> anyway, I was in a I was in a meeting with an executive, and they said I read your book twice, and I was like, ah, ah, ah. I almost fell on the floor. So to know that you were scrolling through my Twitter, it's good to know that yeah. your work is actually get, getting out there. And yes, people are enjoying it. I'm telling you, your Twitter is my doing favorite. Internet stuff is you. I mean, yes. it's you sitting there yes. with your phone, and you don't always know right. that you're. It's having so, an impact. So. And also like Instagram stories. Yeah. I um I never paid attention to who was watching them. 
And then yeah. I started paying attention. And it's really interesting who's watching yes, that. Like in terms so. of who you know and whatnot. Mm. You know, like people who you're like, I don't really talk to you very often, but you're watching but every you're move business. I make. Yeah. And you haven't asked me how I'm doing. You haven't, you know, commented on anything in a long time. But glad to know after 15 minutes you're watching me at the coffee shop. All of it. it it's interesting. It's interesting. So, yeah, I see you is all I'm saying. I see you. I'm noticing now. You watching my Instagram stories? I see you. When someone's consuming my stuff, I think it's a good thing. I right. like it. But then you wonder, like, yeah, you watched my story, but how many times, honey? Well. How many times? Did you hold it down to look real close? Hard to know. Who knows? And I guess I never will. And that's it the fun of it. reminds me of, like, I mean, they're obsessive, obsessive Twitter haters, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they follow me. Yeah. So it's like, what? Right. You're still helping my engagement. You're helping my engagement with your life. Right. But yeah, you are getting me views. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Um, Bad engagement is still engagement. That's just the truth. But you should still not do it. Are you talking about social media or our childhood? Yeah. Mm, Both. Both. (laughs) So uh, you said you radiate with anger when someone tries to shame people into self care. It's quite ironic to blame someone for not being in a self-kind place. So this is sort of on mm-hmm. the other side of what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, could you maybe uh, give us a little bit longer of a vine on this topic? <laughs> <laughs> longer of a vine. That's yeah. ironic because yeah. they're so sure. Yes. Um, one thing I love about you is that you express your anger. Yes. So, so many people are told not to. Right. That it's a bad person thing to do. Right. Well, and I think it comes from... I mean, we've had a whole therapy session today, yes, haven't we? Yes, But it comes from being a kid, and the thing you're not allowed to do is be angry with it's, your parents. Yes, that, uh, we put a We put the kibosh on that 100%. quickly, yes. right? So internal self-policing then becomes about, well, I can never get angry, never get angry. Right. And, and then, especially like being a young woman in the South, I mean, you're not allowed. I mean. Yeah. Clutch yes. those pearls and <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> that. Yes. Right? <laughs> And you've learned to transcend that and express your anger, right? Including on this podcast. So there's some sort of special magic that comes with expressing anger. And to me, what I never realized was until I started allowing myself to express it is the righteousness of doing that. In my case, I get angry when there's an injustice. Whether that is my partner putting his shoes where my shoes go, <laughs> don't put your shoes there, right? There's some injustice like that or stuff like, you know, stuff going on around the world right. and how certain people are not given a voice or not heard, right. right? So I always get angry around injustice. And in this particular case with that tweet, the anger comes from the shame being so pervasive that it doubles back in on itself. It's like a wormhole into Star Trek The Next Generation folded around itself so that self-care becomes a shameful act. Right. Yes. What? Yeah. Because the first layer is, I'm too ashamed to take care of myself. And then somebody runs into the room and tries to shame you for being too ashamed for being ashamed of taking care of yourself, the the layers. So self-care is at the core. Right. And usually you are so, you've been taught so much that you don't deserve it. You're so far removed that you're ashamed of even having the thought that you could start self-care. Right. 
right? And then you feel ashamed that you were just ashamed of it, and so on and so on and so on. And then you're actually doing shame and not self-care. And that's the whole point of it. It keeps you from that core of self-care. So my whole point in that tweet was, wherever you are in the process, well, okay. So my first point was, don't shame other people. Right. But my other point was, wherever you are in the process, looking towards self-care, whatever layer you have to peel back first, peel back that layer first. Right. Don't worry about feeling bad because you're not several layers down yet. Right. Mm-hmm. right? It's beautiful. Yeah. This is literally like such an amazing time for you to be here. Um, yeah. This episode is the episode of my show that I'm announcing that I'm getting divorced. <gasps> and... um. So I've been going through a lot of emotions. You just announced it'll be at the top of this episode. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's been a really hard time and showing kindness to myself, Mm -hmm. which you talk about a lot, um, is has been really difficult. Mm-hmm. And you're you're literally like my Twitter coming to life right now. Yeah. So thank you for being here. That's all. Of course. I'm so happy you're here. And um and everybody, y'all need to follow Jeffrey. That's all I gotta say. I don't know about the details because yeah. you don't share that much. Yeah. Um and you shouldn't, right? Yeah. You should decide. Right. But people get really hung up on it being a good person thing to forgive other people. And I do not feel that way. Yeah. I think it's absolutely, it has to do with anger, right? Yes. It is okay not to be able to, because what it comes down to, again, is self-hate, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to hate yourself for not being able to be the peaceful Zen one and forgive the other person. Don't worry about that yet. Do Go through all the things you need to go through, and maybe someday that'll happen, maybe not. I don't know if that's relevant for you, but maybe someone listening, right? Maybe yes. someone listening has this idea that they're supposed to forgive their parents, right? right? Which is a huge thing in yes. the self-help space. Yes. You can't heal until you forgive your parents. Right. Well, maybe your parents were so gosh darn awful right. that you'll never be able to do that. Right. Which is okay. Yeah. Go live your life. Right. Don't wait. Don't hate yourself into forgiving other people. This is irony times 12. Don't do that. This kind of goes into this other. I feel like I just have written all these quotes from you. Uh-huh. This really resonated <laughs> with me from your TED Talk. It says, mm-hmm. what you do with what's been done to you is the world's business. I mean, can you like, again, give us a little, uh, <laughs> give us a little sprinkle from that, of that moment? Because I feel there was some at the top of this that I didn't write down, but yeah, what you do with what's been done to you is the world's business. That yeah. I guess because of my divorce, that really hit me. So I'll say it a third time. What you do with what's been done to you is the world's business. So I structured that talk specifically, and what happens right before that is what happened to you is nobody else's business, yes. right? right? So how you were treated as a kid, what, you know, I've made my life and my stock and trade, and I've sold books, and rah, 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 based on what happened to me, right? right? I'm very open about it because right. I have, I'm not ashamed, right. right? Not everybody is that way. And what happened to you as a kid is nobody's business, what you do with what's been done to you is the world's business. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. And what I want to encourage anybody to do is live without shame. So you don't have to go around saying the details. Right. Like, for example, my dad was not very nice to me, yeah. right? And was kind of violent, kind of. Why would I? Why would I even? <laughs> why would I even? Yeah. He was violent with me. And that, to me, is not a reason for me to perpetuate the violence onto other people. That's why it's the world's business. So what I do with what's been done to me is talk about it so that other people don't feel so ashamed if something similar happened to them. And other people have different methods for dealing with whatever, but the stuff that happened to you becomes the world's business because it is how you are in the world. man. Yeah. I love that. Um, I think I also put lip gloss on it. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, Sizzly. I'm dealing with Fluid. Yes. Those are two brands that I love too. Oh, Do you know I know the store Fluid. Fluid? <gasps> Please, but tell us. I'm applying right now. Yes. It's a store in New York City, mm-hmm. and it's also an online brand. And their whole point is that it's for everyone, regardless right. of their gender yes. or their identity. And they're good products. My I'm friend, applying right now yes. while we're talking. My friend Edwin um, uses a very bright blue lip from Fluid. Yeah. Yes. So it's for everyone. All the colors are for everyone. Love that. You know, speaking of products, I want to give you some stuff. <gasps> oh my gosh, and swag. I, I'm like, I just... Am, I, I was wondering why it was sitting there. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Thrive Cosmetics? Yes, I have, yes. actually. They donate... Um, they do donate... you have Thrive in that bag? Oh, yes. I sure do. Good. I have Thrive in here, but I have a couple other things, too. I have um, a little charity Joy is pot. the best makeup. That's what Isn't I always Isn't that say. cute? I know. I thought that was a little bit of a Jeffreyism. <laughs> this is a charity pot from Lush. Oh, I love so, it. So 100% of the proceeds for this goes to Skeena Waterhead Conservation Coalition. Yes, Hanny. So I wanted everything in here to be Can charitable. Can I tell you how many young people, as they should, have mm-hmm. anxiety about climate change and where we're going? Right. And so that's such an important product. I love that. You know, as Pete Buttigieg says, it's a um, national security threat. Of course it is. Yeah, it yeah. sure is climate change. This is a Waleda cream. <gasps> but everything else in here is Thrive. We went to the natural store. We went to the Whole Foods Honey, we're Natch We're Natch yes. But Thrive, as we know, Thrive donates their proceeds to um, cancer patients and yeah. people that are going through domestic abuse situations. So everything in here, money goes to things. But I'm just, I just want you to use it all, Zipper Jeffrey. It up. Use it all. Use it all. Now they can hear from my microphone. Yeah, going through the bag. Oh, I, I chose. There's um, there's they oh. have a lot of great brow products. So there's some brow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a CoverGirl moment. I've never used it, so I want your thoughts. <laughs> a lot of people ask me about your mascara. It's mascara. Well, I have naturally beautiful lush lashes, Love that. which Love helps that for you. Yeah, which helps. I use um, NYX, NYX, yes, you know? Yes, And I love a good drugstore brand. Same, I mean, same. just, I, because I can go any city I'm yes. in or whenever I'm on tour or whatever. It's I can there when you need find it. it. Right. Well, CoverGirl recently um, became Leaping Bunny certified, so they're <gasps> one of the biggest brands. Oh and they're And they don't test on animals, which is huge. Yes. I'm applying oh, the Jeffrey's mascara putting right it on now. right now. Looks great. It's beautiful. <laughs> and they is have it easy, one of breezy, those... beautiful? <laughs> cover girl. That's right. Um, they have... It should be cover person, don't you think? I actually love 
well, some, yeah, you know, you know, we can identify with right. girl, I guess. I like cover but folks. Cover, cover folks, folks is really cute. Yes. Folks. Maybe I'll put them out of business and open my own. Cover folks. Um, I actually love the color of this. It's like a coral mm-hmm. kind of beautiful tube. I it's love called it Lash Blast. That's right. Active. Because we are so you active. Gotta play sports we are and you activated. gotta blast those lashes That's right. Out. We are activated, honey. This is me zippering the pouch. Love it. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, I have. It's now become ASMR. I have everybody. a few um, questions that I would love to ask you about. Yeah. Um, because you're always rocking a Luke. Do you have a personal favorite article of clothing? L-E-W-K. Yes, an LEWK. Do you have a personal favorite item in your closet? In my closet? Right, currently? or just in general. I mean, do you have a favorite piece? I am going to give a couple of answers, Love. but it's the same answer. Okay. So I'm always my gender is 1980s receptionist. I love that for you. And so pencil skirt, Mm -hmm. always. I'm wearing one right this instant. And my favorite one, I actually have, do you know the brand Cos? C-O-S? Cos? Rebecca knows. Rebecca's nodding. Rebecca's nodding. She's young and cool. She knows. They're really like um, European museum lady brand. Love. But they I've have been a lot to the of Louvre, skirts. Not to brag. Hey, I was hey. sick with food poisoning there, but I did make it. Like a Danish lady with a statement necklace on, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's the vibe love. that they're mm-hmm. that they're with, and so I love it. And this skirt that I'm wearing right now is a cause skirt. It's a graduated woolen. Love, sort of love, love. Blue. That's a great answer. Colors. That's my. It's favorite. great to have a and a, I wear it a, lot, a style so. aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. In a way to describe yourself, I always say, um, like, uh, hipster Peggy Bundy. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of how I go. Your hair is definitely saying Thank that you. right now. Oh my God, I'm so honored. That show, I saw a clip. It was so hurtful. Al Bundy I'll be was honest, so it's mean. been a while since I've. He I've, like call fat people fat. Oh, I was I'm like, sure it's. No. I'm sure it doesn't hold up. Like, ooh. And just the misogyny. I I mean, mean, there's nothing. Let me clarify my statement. There's nothing wrong with saying a fat person's fat. I mean, some people identify with that term and love it. Right, right. And have pride in that. But he would, like, make fat jokes. And it's like, no, don't do that. I feel like on the scale of issues, that's probably not even a a top one on that show. I would have to revisit it. But it was (laughs) definitely, yes, yes, it was a little, yeah, yeah. But that's what I watched growing up. That's what informed who I am. You know Now I am doing the work to fix it. Therapy twice a week. Yeah. So anyway. Twice a week. You got to double up sometimes. Well, during this time in my life. What, you know, processing mm-hmm. and grieving and dealing Can I, with everything. Um, maybe you'll address this at the top of the show, but are you going to say where you are in the process? Like what? We've like in the timeline. We've filed. Paperwork and stuff. Yes. Yeah. The paperwork has been filed. That's a moment. When yes. That happens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But we have other things to discuss. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Yes, we do. Uh, you know, you, you do a lot of tweets about respect. I do. And support. And, you know, as an ally uh, and all my other allies listening, we want to show our support and respect for the queer folks, the trans folks, the non-binary, the gender fluid folks. We want to be there for them. And I wanted to, again, I'm just writing down your tweets. You tweeted something about, like, you'd rather hear a bumbling ally stumble out than just a person be silent. And yes. I feel like that resonated with me because, you know, we, we, we I don't want to offend and I don't want to overstep and I want to be correct. And, and, and so I was just wondering if you had any 
and I know this is like a larger question, but how can we as allies show our respect and support in like in a in a in a helpful way, in a helpful supportive way? I know it's a, a big question, but you do tweet about these what things. What is allyship? Right, right. I know, it, it, but but like um, I know you've tweeted about pronouns and and yeah. you know if you mess up. We'll forgive you. You're learning and, you know, things like that. I just wanted to maybe get uh, a yeah. couple anecdotes from you about. Um, of course. And, yeah. and here's the thing. There, there are trans people who won't forgive you. I mean, they're just mean trans people. I can't, you know, we're not a monolith, right? So you're always taking a risk stepping up to be, being an ally. Right. Which is why I'm always grateful and respectful, even when it doesn't go well for someone, right? Like right. I can see you're struggling right, right. to do it. Right. Uh, I was on KTLA, which Love. is Channel 5 yes. in Los Angeles, and it was a morning show. And, uh, you know, I've seen the, the clip. folks shall remain I've nameless. I've seen the clip. But morning shows have a very, they just have to, by their nature, have that very bubbly yes. kind of surfacey. Right. Da, da, da. right. And so they, the hosts were asking me this very question. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you use the wrong pronoun, people jump down your throats. Like, what's that about? Right. And my answer always is please don't be ashamed your shame as an ally gets absorbed like a sponge by the trans person you're trying to help it's like why are you ashamed of me right i have my own shame i'm trying to deal with <laughs> yeah. right and you're over there yeah. you're over there afraid to say Hey, trans people are people. Right. And like, what kind of freaking message does that send? That sends a message to me that I should feel ashamed too, or like double stuff Oreo ashamed. Yes. Right? I like, should have I've got more my shame. own shame to deal with. Don't be, you know, which piling is, on mine. Which is why to me, it's even better. Whoo, we are getting deep today. It's I would rather have what I call a positive heckler. Mm-hmm. I love that term. Who is like, you go, girl, mm-hmm. which makes me seriously uncomfortable mm-hmm. when people mm-hmm. shout that at me, but yes. they do, right? right? I would rather have that person than someone who sits silently by while people like me are abused, right? right. While their cousin or something says something phobic or mean right. about trans people, and they just don't know what to say. Say something. Yes. Please join the conversation. We'll let you know if we want you to say something different, but just say something, please. And it's because we like you. We trust what you're going to say because we like you. So speak up. Yeah. And I think so many people have, so, so many people operate with shame, shame, and shame, and shame, and shame, and shame. And that goes for trans people, too. So there are a lot of trans people who are going to shame you for saying the wrong thing. I, oh, you actually make me think about coming out. And when I came out uh, as non-binary a few years ago, I realized that every time someone used, so my pronouns are they, them, Mm -hmm. and every time someone used he, him, that I would correct that person. I made that vow to myself, Mm -hmm. but I also made the vow that I would never make anyone feel bad. So those two vows, I will always say something. I'm never, as a matter of respect, it needs to be said, but I'm never going to make someone feel bad. 
And I think that approach is good for allies, too. Yes. Please, go out into the world. Don't feel bad. Mm, Say something. Fumble, bumble. We'll let you know. Put on the purple metallic lip. (laughs) No liner. Just smear it around. No lines on me, baby. Smear it around. I'm free. Jeffrey, this was... The last thing I'm going to ask you is, how do you learn? Yes. How do you learn happiness? Practice. Ten thousand hours to achieve genius. Well, I mean, Malcolm, fine. Um, <laughs> we've all. <laughs> the thing I don't like about that is you. You can start now. Yes. I mean, practice. You don't yes, have to yes. wait ten thousand right. hours. Right. But I just mean that eventually but, I'll be soaring. Uh, you yeah, know what I mean? Yes. You've been here's. The title of my book is How to Be You. That's the thing everyone's been practicing That's for right. more than 10,000 hours. Right. And so we all will keep practicing it, right? And we all will keep refining. You know, the reason the book is not called How to Be Yourself is because that is sort of um that's a catchphrase that's been around for a really long time and has to do with authenticity and sort of like internet positivity and stuff like that, which is all fine. But how to be you is not classified and boxed up yet, right? I don't need you to be whatever your idea of authentic is. I just need you to be loose enough that you keep an open mind about where you're going next. And that goes for how you adorn yourself and how you put on makeup and how you like, can I tell you how many how many 14-year-old YouTube girls have taught me n- not have taught me to hate myself less, right? And have taught just through makeup tutorial videos, right? Like I'm like, oh my gosh, every time I shave my legs, I get these red bumps. Google, Google, Google. And some teenager is gonna teach me right. how to how to care for myself. Not even what brand to buy, but how, you know, the techniques the technique. and tips, right? right. To use stuff mama that, didn't teach because, you, you know. Right, right, because of who I am. Right. Right. And and so many people can relate to refining that idea. And you're, you know, you're never too old to be you. I will never look at YouTube makeup tutorials the same. I'm telling you, it's That's a, such a beautiful way to put it. It's a gateway to not being ashamed. Right. And and you know what? I've been not. shamed for watching them. I'll be I'm honest. Sure. I'm sure. But guess what? Because it's like a waste of time or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Because you're actually doing the Lord's work. That's right. That's you right. You are transcending self-hate by watching this person put on eyeliner. Can you imagine? It's really powerful. It's really, really powerful. And I feel that's what Natch Butte is doing as I know. well. I know. And thank you so much for being here, Jeffrey. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody talks like this, but we do. Best day of my life. Let's take a selfie. Oh, honey, we are. Jeffrey, can you please tell us where we can find you on social, (laughs) uh, your book, anything you have coming up in the next couple of months that you want to plug, if you're doing any tours or Mm -hmm. shows or anything like that, please let Mm -hmm. us know. Google me, baby. Love that. Um, The book is How to Be You. Please look for a media offering connected with the book. Love that. Love that. 
that is based. No, won't even. No. Yep. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's my array sound. Don't don't erase it. Leave okay. it in there because it's going to hang in the mist. Can't wait. Love it. But look for something connected to the book. And and always, 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 young people think that they, I don't have time or they can't afford me or whatever. It, go, just just email me. I want to come visit your school because I get inspired and I love talking to you, right? So we'll work it out. I, um, not even school. I want to visit your church. I want to visit your knitting circle. I want to go around and meet people. That's what I love doing. Because it shows people that trans people are people, right? right? But it also it also shows me that there are places in this world that are loving and kind and caring. And I, that does so much for me. So anyway, my Twitter is the <laughs> Jeffrey Marsh. J-F-F-R-E-Y. And you need to follow them. You need to follow them. I want your Twitter to soar. I want you to just get so many new followers after today because I'm telling you, this is an account we all need in our lives. We all need. I'm really just trying to remind people of their own good hearts. Yes. Yeah, that's what my Twitter is for. Right. And it's like, I'm sharing all my secrets now. Um, as I've learned to parent myself... Mm-hmm. I have certain techniques that just show right up on my Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, I feel like I somehow missed that in my notes, but I was going to ask how many takes you do of your videos or how long they take you to do. I'm usually one one take wonder. Do you write them out ahead of time or you just speak from the heart? Nope. There is something. I We're in California, right? So I don't think you'll mind when I say like, the universe tells me to say something, and I hit record, yes. and blah, blah, blah. I'm all about that universe. Comes right life, out. Right. So I'm a conduit, and it just, choop, choop. I love that. Comes right out. I also love that you have captions on your on your videos, so anyone who can't hear. Don't. Well, I was going to say, so this is an audio medium, but I am going to have this episode transcribed. Great. So that everybody, Great. folks without hearing, will be able to enjoy this conversation. Yeah. So that's exciting. I think we always should. Yes, 100%. You know, YouTube does auto captions. They're not so good. Um, I hear from some of my friends. But they, Twitter doesn't. Yeah. Instagram doesn't. Right. I'm putting those captions in, like, uh, burned into the right, video, right? right? The original file before I upload. And I just don't know why the platforms don't do it. Right. For two reasons. It's the human, good, inclusive thing to yes. do, right? That's always top of the list. But number two, even hearing people don't, Turn the sound on. Right. They're scrolling through their, their videos and right. they don't have the sound on. So, yeah, there's a lot of times I'm, I, you know, not wanting to disturb whoever's around me or whatever. Yeah, so I exactly. just watch things so in silence. I, I want my videos to be accessible to everybody yes, anyway. Right? Same, yes. Do you know what a thumb stopper is? No, but I can't wait to find out. This is from the Vine days and still people talk this way. But in the social media, people are scrolling with their thumb. Yes. And you want to have a video that's a thumb stopper where the thumb stops. And just, you know, I'm so gorgeous. Right. Well, I'm a thumb stopper. You truly are a thumb stopper. It's hyphenated. Thumb stopper. Baby, you're a thumb stopper. Baby, you're hyphenated. <sighs> Thank you for being here, Jeffrey, so much. Everybody, check their Twitter out. Check their Instagram out. Check their book out. And thank you for being here. And I'm just going to tell everybody, love yourself. And cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Stop it. Stop it. A podcast. <clears throat> 
a podcast network.